0: Morning. This is Tom Dunlap with your Monday Morning Minute from the Black Letter Podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about music publishing and insight into what rights music publishers have and how they make money. And I'm going to use an example with something that happened on this day, August 14th, back in 1985. So you may have heard of Michael Jackson and the Beatles. Probably you have. Back in 1983, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson collaborated on a song, "Say Say Say." And McCartney apparently, allegedly, recommended to Jackson that he acquire rights in music catalogs. It was a good way to make money, and McCartney said it had done very well for him. Well, he would come to regret that. Eventually, a couple years later in 1985, when the Beatles' entire catalog went on sale, the recording rights catalog, 251 songs, Michael Jackson outbid McCartney. In fact, from what I was able to dig up on the internet, it allowed Michael Jackson to live through some tough times owning that catalog, because he was paid four different ways for each time a song was played. So let's examine those real quick. So first, you have to know there's two things. There are song rights and recording rights, two types of rights. There's rights to the song itself, which is the composition, and there are rights to the specific recording of the song. So a songwriter or composer has a right to the song, while recording artists, people who sing the songs, have rights to the specific recordings. In the 1980s and 85, Michael Jackson acquired something called ATV Music Publishing, which owned a right to 251 of the Beatles' songs in their song catalog. So that meant Jackson owned the rights to the compositions themselves. In other words, the song rights, not the actual recordings of the songs. But this is still pretty good, and this is why. So music publishers make money four ways. They get mechanical royalties, performance royalties, synchronization fees, and print rights. So, now let's break down what each of those are. Mechanical royalties, something that probably makes sense to you, especially back in the days of CDs and LPs. Owning those rights meant that every time a song was reproduced on a CD or even a digital download, every time you download a Beatles song from iTunes, ATV Music Publishing, back in the day, earned the publisher, the person who owned the publisher, a fee. Performance royalties was every time you heard a song on the radio, and that includes satellite radio. Your car radio, back in the '80s, whatever it was, the publisher earns a fee for performance royalties, and then synchronization fees. This one sounds complicated, but it's really easy. Every time somebody used a song in a movie, a TV show, commercial, video game, any of those things, the TV show, commercial, movie, etc., had to pay a synchronization fee to sync the song with their visual media. So the owner of that music catalog would be paid for that. And finally, the sale of sheet music for a song. So if you had purchased sheet music to play Hey Jude on the piano, you're giving money, again, to the owner of those rights. Now, the rights today are owned by Sony. Uh, When Jackson passed away, Sony was one of his creditors, and they acquired the rights to this Beatles catalog. But back in the day, these were owned by Michael Jackson to the chagrin of Paul McCartney, who tried to buy them. So how do publishers get paid actually by owning all of these rights, the mechanical performance synchronization and print rights? They become, uh, they're, Part of things like ASCAP, BMI, or CSAC in the United States. These organizations track and collect the fees. And whenever one of the songs is played on the radio, it's paid over to the owner of the the royalties. So that's the controversy for today. That back in 1985, on August 14th, Michael Jackson, on the advice of Paul McCartney from two years earlier, acquired all of the rights in the Beatles songs. And it let him live a lavish lifestyle until he eventually passed away and his creditors took control of the catalog. So I hope it was interesting. I hope you learned something, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining me on this Monday Morning Minute.